2019 was a good year for us. We bought a house, went to our first convention, built a deck, played some really great games, and we started this podcast. Life-wise, it was good. Game-wise, it was good, too. Now, like any good post-holiday year in review, this is, of course, late, but Kathleen and I have, honestly, really had a good year spending time together pushing cubes around. Tabletop gaming is a really hungry hobby, and it's hard for us to keep up with the jam-packed release schedule. We have limited times and limited money, but we actually did a pretty good job of keeping up with 2019 releases. Not great, but pretty decent. Oh, and since recording this, by the way, Kathleen and I did get around to playing both Escape Plan and Barrage, but they won't be included here because it took us longer than anticipated to actually get them to the table. We'll cover Escape Plan next week, though. So what did we think of 2019? What did we play? What did we like? What was our favorites? Did anything not do much for us? So let's sit down for a few minutes and recap how 2019 looked to us. Welcome to the Player One, Player Two podcast. Episode 24, 2019, in review. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm Player One. I'm Kathleen, and I'm Player Two. Welcome to the Player One, Player Two podcast, the podcast about board games and the two-player experience of playing board games. Merry Christmas! Merry, Happy New Year! Happy end Happy, of the year! <laughs> yeah. Happy Hanukkah! Happy Kwanzaa! Well, yeah, in the words of Devo. Happy Festivus. <laughs> Believe what you want to. Believe what you want to. Whatever they say in that song. Merry something to you. Merry something to you. So this is like our, our post-holiday, end-of-the-year wrap-up. Um, yeah, which is why we're a little bit late. It's we've been, been, a, we've been it's trying been to record. been a little crazy. It's been crazy. Also, I've been sick, so if you yeah. think my voice sounds weird or especially sexy, it's because I'm getting over... Uh, <laughs> oh. I have this awesome smoker's laugh occasionally, which I wish that I always had, but unfortunately I don't. I you just didn't have get a, it this time. It comes and goes. This is... Um, because we're obviously a gaming household, Christmas, we, as we celebrate it, we give each other gifts that are games and we get gamey gifts from other people too this is the first year that i've gotten gamey gifts it is actually and you were happy with what you got i think yeah i, mean, I uh, was happy with what I'm I like got. i don't want to make any assumptions <laughs> no i was happy with what i got i got two games i feel like i missed out on one pair of shoes for that but they were good games so i'll allow it i the other pair of shoes i was going to get you i could not find in stock anywhere i didn't even know about this what shoes were they steve madden they were like pink there, I don't know. I found them on. Your oh, Pinterest. were they the mules? Oh, yeah, they like don't even make them anymore. Son of a nutcracker. Kathleen puts these has a Pinterest board of things that she wants, but she finds these bizarro pictures anywhere. So sometimes you click on it, and it's just like a JPEG that she found on Google Images. Well, you know. So it's tough. Anyway, the heart ones, but the heart ones. But what the heart got was well, we'll get Sherlock to Holmes. Oh, oh spoilers. Never mind. Fine. So fine. Fine. As a gaming household, not only do you get games around Christmas, but it also affords you time where you hopefully don't go to work and maybe can play games. We did. We had a little bit of marathon. Yeah, we, we did. Played, we played we like played... four four new games in one day or something like that. Yeah, I was going to say we played five new games total, I think. We also gave our kid board games. Our son, who is two and a half, <laughs> he got his first now board has games. two. His first one is He's... a hobby game called My First Orchard, Yeah, which he cheats at. 
Yeah, but it's, it's not his fault. He doesn't know how to roll dice. He doesn't know how to roll dice, so he just turns it He also it doesn't the... know what they mean, so it doesn't really matter. He does play correctly, though, I think. Yeah, he does. Uh, and the other one is an owl game. They're both cooperative. They kind of are the same thing, as a, it turns out. It's called Hoot Owl Hoot. Okay. I haven't played that one with him. It's, it's... about putting them into bed before the sun rises. It's a little bit harder than oh. my first orchard. As games for two-year-olds go, it's the, yeah. it's the brain burner of the... It's the Vitalis Serta game for two-year-olds. <laughs> no, it's just a little bit above his skill level. That's what I meant. So, <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the games that we got, the games that we played, the crossover therein, and I guess we... Being as that we are a small family household, we probably haven't played a lot of the games of 2019. It's hard to keep up in a hobby like this, uh, even if we try. But I, I wrote down all the games that we have uh, that are 2019 releases, and we didn't do too badly. We tend to be like eight months behind, so <laughs> if there's like a big game that's out, we're like, oh, we got it. Well, it was like seven months later. But we do normally try and play the big ones. So I guess we'll touch on sort of our year interview hmm. after we talk about the holidays. Well, Eric will, because he's more of a, he's a list man. I do like lists. Why not? Who doesn't like lists? Um, I can think of someone. Kathleen doesn't it's like lists. Oh, Kathleen doesn't like lists. So I anyway. like to-do lists. I just don't like other lists. <laughs> so, like um. ranking. We're lists. not going to rank. I'll just ask your favorite. That's not okay. rank, and I already know your answer anyway, so. So. Easy, easy. What games did we get this Christmas? Do you remember? Okay, so I did not get you a game. I got you game-related stuff, but I did not get you a single game. The uh, game-related thing I... you got me was uh, custom dice trays. Yeah, and I got you a Player One Player Two podcast sweatshirt. A hoodie, which I have been wearing. Which you might be able to buy on Zazzle, one fan out there. If you're interested. A number one fan. You yeah. can get it. You can find yep, it yourself. You can, you can find it. <laughs> player one, player two podcast. It's fun. I liked it. It made me really happy when I opened that. And I'm glad. That's At- so that you can wear it around and people will ask you, what's that? And you'll be like, it's a podcast I do with my wife. It's Kathleen's attempt to uh, get me to network, yeah, I think. exactly. It's probably the closest I'm going to get. We'll see how that goes. Short of printing out like cards that say something like, I don't speak. Here's a piece of information about my podcast. It's going to be really awkward if it's a podcast. Oh, yeah. People geez. are going to catch you. I didn't really think about that. Right in that introvert lie. So... Let's talk about the okay. games we did. So the games, no, the uh, the games that we got. So you gave me Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective, and you gave me what is it, L.A. Noir? Oh, I gave you the expansion for Detective called which L.A. Crimes. I also oh, L.A. Crimes, which I also told my parents to buy Eric. So we have um, two of them. Yep. Although I <laughs> well, returned mine. <laughs> I returned mine. And I think that the one that your parents got me is on its way, question yeah. mark? Yeah, I mean, it's at my parents' house. So oh. I just need to get it to you. It, it got delivered on Christmas Eve. There was a whole big thing where Eric decided, like, hey, everybody, just so you know, Cuba Libre, which I've been asking for for, like, three years, is available right now. It's not too expensive. And I texted my father, but my father doesn't check his text messages. This is a whole thing. So panic zero hour, I told him to buy this game because Which you both I think enjoy I had it. probably already had for like a month and a half. I got that in like November, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> well, anyway. So we ended up with two copies of that. 
That was between the two of us. Um, from your father, you got a war game that's something to do with tanks or fuel. I, I don't or honestly think I even honor tank, tank it, fuel. Oh man, it's called tank, tank. It's called tank duel. Duel tank fuel is so close to tank duel. A okay. game called tank fuel sounds really. <laughs> it's about gasoline. It's just gasoline. The game. Um, no, I didn't add any of the war games that I got this year because I was like Kathleen's never going to play these. I got right. two war games this year, including that one. The other one. The other one is a, a card game called Warfighter Pacific Edition. Who gave you that? No, I bought that like five months ago. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to talk about either of the two war games, but yes, well, I got that. Well, you received that for Christmas. Yes, uh, and I don't want to And your dad also got you Wildcatters. Um, Wildcatters, which is an, such an interesting game. Um Talk about well, I think we'll have to do like a whole episode about scaling at some point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of these games we're gonna just breeze right through because we're probably gonna do podcasts about each of them individually, depending on which ones we want to spend the most time with. I bought, um, I, bought I bought Wildcatters your... on that list because I like refuse to be stymied by player counts, even if I should be stymied by player counts, <sighs> because there are so many people who say if you can't play Wildcatters with four, then don't play it. And I was like, okay, great. I'm gonna put that on my like uh, my my short list. And yeah, it's <laughs> what you get. It's what I get. But it wasn't like unplayable or anything. No, just the solution for playing involves dummy AI, which which we're not super keen on no. for obvious reasons. But it was I got it. I wanted it because of its overt similarities to Brass, right? Which I, it, yeah. they're there. It's like Bizarro Brass, though, because yeah. it doesn't actually play like Brass. No. Also, I kicked your butt at it. Yeah, I got totally disassembled playing Handed it. Handed you. At the end, it was like, well, are we done scoring yet? Because I'm losing by, like, a lot. I think you ended up losing by, like, 30 points. That wasn't that bad. Maybe 40. <laughs> so. Anyway, I digress. So those were the two that your dad gave you. Yeah. And then your and mom We talked about Sherlock you. Holmes Consulting Detective. Yeah. We did? Yep. You want to talk about, did you like that? Well, I you told me to just go through and say the ones we got. And you keep getting excited all over again. Well, it's like Christmas say, all over again. You can say a little bit about it. Well, I was going to talk more about it, oh, but I was going to give the... I'm in trouble. I'll tell you what it's like <laughs> sleeping on the couch next episode. Oh. <laughs> Would you like me to go back and talk about... Well, we haven't played the detective expansion. No. We have played consulting detective. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, you were <laughs> it's trying. not here. I don't have it. Um, we played Consulting Detective. I Just liked it. Just the first case. There's ten in the box. Uh, not is... the first case. Um, oh, no. The first standalone. The first standalone the case. fifth. Yeah, because we... It said to not dive right into Jack the Ripper. I have to say, I'm really impressed that there's ten cases in that box. I know. Because most of the time you get those mystery boxes and it's like, there are four cases. Yeah. And there's ten in that one. Which Although, is... to be fair, when you played the Detective, there were only five cases in it. It took us, like... Almost two years. <laughs> no, it took us like 14 months. That's not uh-huh. almost two years. Uh-huh. But now we'll have four more in L.A. Yep. Crimes eventually. So we played Consulting. You like that? Yeah, I really liked it. If you had to pick between that and Detective? I don't know yet, Ooh. honestly. Yeah, I, I have to play the one. Yeah. I have to play more. Um, it's more... It's more... Uh, I wasn't really going to get into all of the minutia with that because I would like to do an episode about it. Okay, that's fair. I have all kinds of thoughts. I'm just trying to get first impressions. Well, I mean, I think that you know... I have multiple first impressions. That's I true. enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the puzzle. I thought it did some really interesting things. 
it's hard for me to talk about a game like that without knowing. I've, we've talked about this before. Like the surprises things that, like exit, that it's got in its pocket. Yeah, or even not even beyond that, just like the rhythm of it. Like, yeah. I, you can never tell if it's going to be something like Chronicles of Crime, where you really need to have most of the evidence lined up and you use the evidence to kind of figure out what's going on or if it was going to be more like detective where you bring your own deductive like your own ideas about the world into play Mm -hmm. so like you can never really tell so I think we probably played the case like longer than we should have because you don't it's hard to tell if you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be asked questions about red herrings yeah or like if it's important to track something down even if you're like you know i don't think this is the main point but a it might connect or b i might be asked questions about it because it's the secondary case like i couldn't quite tell the pacing of it and you never can the first case and like like with what are you supposed to do do yeah and like when we play exit we didn't keep score Mm-mm. i think i don't know if we will going forward i don't really know i mean maybe i i think we probably could have done pretty well because early on my instinct was like this is not that important we're probably going to be asked ancillary questions about this but this is not going to relate back we need to figure out this thing yeah but we continued because you can never be sure until you've played something through to completion to see the kind of things you're going to be asked and whether or not those things are predicated on figuring out a very specific piece of evidence or if you have to kind of put two and two together. Yeah. Which I think there's a little bit of both, honestly. I do. It did feel like sort of a little bit of detective, sort of a little yeah. bit of Chronicles of Crime. Mm-hmm. It's not nearly as interactive. No. Because there aren't really conditions that change in this. Mm-mm. It's more like interacting with a book. Yeah. And literally it is. But it doesn't feel as interactive as either Detective or Chronicles of Crime. And that, I think, belies its age. Yeah. It's by far the oldest of those three. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that Detective or Chronicles of Crime would exist, really, in their current state without uh, mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes consulting Detective. Uh, but I got it because it's considered, like, one of the granddaddy deductive mystery detective games and it the first case was cool I liked yeah it. i mean i liked it but i would like to do an entire podcast about it because yeah. i also i also have my sherlock holmes grievances to air and we'll oh, see yeah. if we'll see how that goes if those are i don't know addressed or not if i chill out or if it's that same thing like when i start reading a new book by a new author i, I hate for the first like five chapters. <laughs> I'm so irritated by everybody's narrative. But in my defense, as I said to Eric, I teach Sherlock Holmes for a living. So yeah, Kathleen teaches a Sherlock Holmes <laughs> class. So it, it she's definitely I'm like quite particular about <laughs> the way that people write in the Holmes style. I'm, I'm particular about my pastiche. <laughs> Beyond <the> consulting <laughs> detective. Um, so then the other games we got, um, from, so I did your dad, I did my parents, I did what you gave me, and then your mom got you, um, Escape Plan, which, which we, we have not played. Eric's no. been psyching himself up and watching videos Something about it. Something about Vital Lacerda's games really intimidate me. <laughs> Even, like, his quote-unquote light one, which is Escape Plan, I'm still like, oh, man, this I'm box so is, like, bigger than the car. <laughs> like, God, that box weighs a ton. Yeah. I picked it up, and I was like, oh. And I made on on like unpunching it and unboxing all this stuff like an an, an event. It was like Kathleen <laughs> was watching a movie that I was like, mm. so I just took care of escape plan and it took me like. Oh, what movie than I was thought. that? 
I don't remember. It was probably a mystery, yeah. Since playing a consulting detective, she's been on a mystery kick. The escape plan, unplayed. The only new game we have not played. Um, and you remember the other one we got? Well, you bought Endeavor for yourself. With a gift card. Age of Sale, the new and one. And you bought Foothills for yourself. Yep. Also, no, I got that. I just like piggybacked on a present I bought for Hank and added that to the <laughs> order. Just, just slip that in. It was on sale and it's a new game. So I was curious about it. But what other ones did your the mom get? The last one is Trajan. Oh, right. Which I also beat you at. Trajan. Actually, I got beaten way worse at Trajan than Wildcatters. I don't I got, think that's true. No, I got I got a total beatdown in Trajan. Really? I thought yeah. it was Wildcatters that I was like, Sorry. I lost both handily, but I got, <laughs> I got absolutely wrecked at Trajan. Yeah, you did. You did not manage your Moncala. No, and... I feel like I usually do pretty well at Stefan Feld games, <laughs> but that one I was just disassembled. You'll notice that there were a couple games we got, well, a couple literally is two in this case, Sherlock Holmes, Consultant Detective, and Trajan, that are, like, significantly older. Usually I'm always like, new, new, new. But this year I've been trying to get older games. Yeah. And to try and, like, go back and fill things out. And that's why I got, I put Trajan on, like, a, ooh, this is a neat idea. Yeah. And I was, I thought Trajan was crazy. I mean, I really... The Mancala aspect of it was really interesting. Yeah, I thought it was really fun. The puzzly aspect of it meant that I was not, it was not good at it. <laughs> I clearly, the long-term planning required to do well at Trajan is a specialty of Kathleen. Yeah. Not really me. Now, about two-thirds of the way through that game, I thought, you know, I'm really, I'm really like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean, clean the clock. floor. Yeah. <laughs> clean the floor with this dude. You're over there, you don't even know what you're doing. No, but I was really, I mean... I thought it was fun. I There's something about Stefan Feld games that I find just very simply enjoyable to play. Yeah. Like, they feel so generous with points. I think after we yeah, played Trajan, so options. we were like, wow, I scored. We got, like, on our first playthrough, yeah. like, a, I don't know. It's kind of And magical. then we were like, yeah, but you know that there are people online who are going to say, like, my best Trajan score is, like, 340. <laughs> and we're like, oh, no. Um, yeah. But they feel so generous with the points. You just think in your head, like, I'm doing so great. Yeah. At the end, you're like, I probably didn't do that well. I mean, yeah, it was like all Stefan Feld games where every time I play it, I just want to play it again to see if I can do better against my own score. Yeah. Like, can, how can I? I mean, it's all just about maximizing efficiency, which is something I personally find incredibly satisfying. Yeah. I mean, Stefan Feld, more than maybe any other designer, is all about how well can you do mm-hmm. with this set of systems? Mm-hmm. Just like cashing in points constantly. Yep. And I really enjoy that. Yeah. I understand the kitchen sink aspect. Yeah. Like, it feels kind of like there's everything in this. And, and they're also every button all, you like, push weirdly you the same. Yeah, they you're always just like, similar. you're doing something, and it's crazy. Maybe you're under the water, or maybe it's... <laughs> uh, the theme is uh, historical... Roman. <laughs> like question mark. Is, I don't know. But it tends to be like, here are five different things that will give you points in varying ways. Yeah. But it's all built around this one sort of wheel. What's your most favorite? Of Stefan Feld's games? Mm-hmm. I think Trajan is super playable. I really liked Trajan. I thought um, it was playable too. I think maybe his most interesting, although I don't 
ever really want to play it is Aquasphere. Ugh. Aquasphere is fascinating to play. Mm, I but never want to play bit, it. It's it was exhausting. just a bit much. Yeah. I thought it was really cool, though. I don't know. I, I'm not like a super fan of Bora Bora either. I can't really? explain. Mm-mm. Bora Bora the board is, is really overwhelming to look at the board. Ugh, there's stuff everywhere. I, that's one that I feel like I'm like, I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, I feel like I just spent like 45 minutes like sitting on a beach picking up some stupid puka shells. And I only got like 12 points for my extreme effort. I think that the scoring in Bora Bora feels a little... Um, yeah. uneven where mm. you can work really hard like making jewelry <laughs> and get like 12 points so or, it's like, or I can yeah, or you can sort of do the area control thing with the islands yeah. and get tons of points which I'm obviously not good at so I guess my favorite what, what was it that was, was is it Wildcatters it's area control and I was like I did it <laughs> yeah Wildcatters is about how many barrels you've essentially sold yes. to the Yep, and Kathleen won I her first that area no, control I'm, game. I mean, not ever. I've Maybe. won other <laughs> I've won other games with area control, but this is the first time that I actually used area control against Eric successfully. Mm, yeah, I I don't know if and it I, was because I didn't, I kept thinking no, that having was, more shares would get me more because points. Because it, was, it was just, no. I should have just burned those. No. <laughs> Who cares? But also, that game was particularly suited to my abilities because you could not control the area without the long-term planning resources. Yeah. And usually it's like in a game, even something as like stupid as Ethnos, it's like I have to stop what I want to do and think about the area control aspect and I'm not good at zooming in and out. But this, I just was like, let me set up all my stuff and get tons of stuff and build these systems that are clear. Great, I did. Now, in my last, like, four turns, I can, you know, kick back and figure out how to get points from this place, how mm. to flip this place. You know, if we're going to go on a, uh, a, a tangent about area control, I think that, and I agree with you in this case, Kathleen isn't great with area control usually because it forces her to look at lots of things hmm. like so instead of specifying she has to she has to diversify yeah i hate that <laughs> um my problem with area control tends to be that i kind of just find it uninteresting yeah as a mechanic it just doesn't do much for me no um, it, i mean there's also that on top of it where i'm like oh i just like worked really hard and i don't care yeah. like usually i end up seeding something super important to you because i'm like this is exhausting i hate this area i don't want to control wanna... games I tend to like the mechanism that allows you to control areas mm-hmm. more than the am I controlling the areas. Yeah. Like in the pond, I'm like, I want to run my machines. And in the right. Wildcatters, I was like, I want to build these things and deliver and like put the barrels out. And it was like, I don't really care where they go. <laughs> it's like, well, that's sort of the game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So I agree with you. Like, I don't love area control. I think it's a nice sort of canvas that you can put other things on. Yeah. But I don't like it by itself. I think it's boring. Well, I think that's why it worked for me in this game. Because it was like area control was sort of like the thing that became super important in the last like four turns of the game. Yeah, but it wasn't really the engine of the whole. It no. was like the ultimate Because you basically like, especially with a two player, you sort of like divide and conquer and get a couple places that you have footholds in. And then you figure out with like your sort of leftovers how to best allocate the resources. And that... I can do. (laughs) Allocating resources, fine. Spending an entire game having, like, a pissing match over one, like, high point area. I hate that. Yes, and I also really appreciated in this game that it didn't really 
do that. Yeah. Because they all shook down the same. It wasn't and I was like, like Africans were three, you. but Russians yeah. were 20. Because usually Eric over there is like strategy man, and he just like looks at the board and is like, yeah, that, 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 and that. that and that. Which is why I was win. confused when Trajan, where like you really could have been scooping. Trajan, I didn't do too bad at the area control either. Maybe it's a new year, new me. That's nice. A nice positive outlook. <laughs> you know, I mean, I did, I got a lot of points <laughs> from the moving the military guy around. I was like, what's the area control in Trajan? Everything is in Trajan. If we were like, well, the, the area control, we were like, well, what part of the board the, was that? The map at the top, you oh, had to yeah. move and leave people. And I just feel like area control, really. Because you don't get points it's for like not having more the, countries or no, more locations. But I definitely got like a if you pick 15 up or 20 bonus. point swing well, because I, if you're smart I got to the like, areas yeah. more quickly than you and left somebody in control of them. And you could, in Trajan, get into a pissing match by kicking people out it's and overpopulating. There's a lot of peeing happening around here. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> but yes, it's pee everywhere. We're potty training our son. It's just urine all the time. Yep. Um, yeah, so I appreciate that about Wildcatters, that, like, you are fighting for areas that will give you points, and you can even get a decent, you can slide in in third place and get four points, which is better than zero, so there's there's a little more wiggle room than, like, something in, for instance, Ethnos, where the tiles come out randomly, there's a ten-point area, and Eric gets it, no matter how hard I try, because then I'm like, oh, I really need to get that ten-point area, and then that's what I focus on, and then I lose the, I just can't. Mm, I yeah. wish I could, but I can't <laughs> zoom can't in and it. out. I can't do it. So we, that's the end of our area control tangent. To cap off the Stefan Feld tangent, yeah. I also want to give special props to Notre Dame. Cause it was Yo, our, I it love was, Notre Dame. It was our first Stefan Feld. I was going to talk about Notre I, I have a I very, asked very, that very question. fond memories I, I really of like Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. It's just yep. so easy to play. Yeah. And, like, there's still lots of things to think about, but it's very, like, oh, I guess I'll go over there. Yeah. I guess I'm going to ride my carriage over there. Oh, I can do this. I'm yeah. pick up I that re- little I, point I, I like Notre Dame, too. So, that's, um... Those that, are all the games we got, right? wrap-up. Yeah, I... We no, lost. I lied. I did get you one game. I got you uh, the holiday expansion for oh, Welcome for, to. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and we played that. We did. I quite enjoyed that. We warned you we were going to try and tell you about, like, playing that with our whole family. Oh, boy. We did not... We did not attempt to do that because now we, we played taught it with <laughs> Kathleen's parents and it went okay and we we played it with your sister and it went well oh I forgot about that that's because we like, were drunk <laughs> it was over Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Yes. we uh, had a few cocktails we watched some Jeopardy and we played Welcome to we played Welcome to and and she I, complained about it the entire time the first game and then she was like okay let's go again <laughs> Yeah, do you remember I, that? I do remember that. She was like, I don't I hate this. I hate playing games. I'm not interested in this. Yeah. They also tried really hard to get us to watch Parks and Rec. So if Which you're the kind of person did. who hates us because we don't like it, I'm sorry, we don't. I wish I could. You know, I different just strokes don't. for different Exactly. Folks. But they really wanted us to watch it. And then they really after, did. Just yeah. a hard, hard sell. Uh, Which we've already done the hard sell. For yeah. Christmas one year, she asked, will you please watch Parks and Rec? And we sat down and we watched and we didn't like it. We and then she did it again. Anything. And we sat down and we watched and we didn't like it. And then after when we were playing this game, 
they were like, oh, we should have gotten them to watch the cones of whatever. Know, and I was like, that is not what we do. You guys think that we play like yeah. Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> role playing games by ourselves wearing like cloaks and. Yeah. And it was a really, it was a very eye opening experience because it was one of those moments where I felt like I was living out one of those pictures on the internet of like what I do, what I think I do, what my, what my family thinks I do. Thinks I do. <laughs> There's a war game meme that I quite enjoy about that. Um, but I thought that the Welcome to Christmas one was really nice. Yeah. It didn't change very much, nope. but my score was way higher than... Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was super high compared to... I think the lights just give you lots of points. Yeah, they do. Um, but it adds like a little tweak oh. that feels both seasonal and different without changing the game really at all. Yeah. Which I thought was really nice. So I really appreciated that. So I got I got Eric that, and maybe we'll try again with the bigger fam. I mean, we did... I think that we successfully got your sister... And brother-in-law to enjoy it. I mean, James definitely liked it. And uh, Sarah came around. She's like, I can do it. And she won. I don't think she won. No, she won. The second game, she 100% won. Wow. Okay. Well, good for her. Yeah, I got the worst score. Because, again, I I had a few cocktails. <laughs> it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> we'll, we'll skip Endeavor Age of Sale, really, because we only played it once. Yeah. And we didn't play with what some people consider to be the most interesting aspect which is the exploits right, right. Like expansion added. We just played the base to learn how it works. Did lead to an interesting conversation about how to maximize dummy yeah, it, players. Yeah, we'll have to talk about Endeavor and Wildcatters sort yeah. of in tandem. Because it's been a really long time since we even... Had to use dummy, dummy yeah, players in the game. Yeah, I feel like we you, generally you just are really, you're really getting into... You, you want like the hot stuff. So you're like, okay, I can do it. I mean, Wildcatters is not hot. It's old and it is by Yeah, but it's like popular. Wildcatters I don't think is Okay, popular. what? Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Apparently Eric just likes playing with our imaginary friends then. Because we got two games where I'm like, oh, man... I, yeah, all right. Wildcatters was like the most like King of Tokyo, where I'm like, what am I doing yeah, even? That, Who we, is this person that I'm just pretending sort of make our to own be? AI rules for that game. Yeah, I, um, but I would like to try. But the same goes with Endeavor. There was some funky AI stuff mm-hmm. that I don't really think worked as well as it could mm-hmm. have. But we're gonna try that again, and we'll get back to you as to how it goes. It's the new edition, by the way. It's called Age of Sail. It came out last year, but. That is the holidays in a nutshell. But I wanted to talk to you about the year. I tried really hard to go back and not always buy super new games and buy older games. Uh-huh. Like, best example is I bought Agricola. Right. And I Le like Havre, Agricola. Yep. Two games that are, like, classics. Oh, La Havre that is in 2019. I, it's not released from 2019, but it, we bought it in 2019. No, I mean, like, we bought that in 2019. Yeah. I feel like we bought that in 2011, and we've been playing it ever since. <laughs> we only played <laughs> we're it, like, still, twice. It, somewhere we're playing that game still. All 15 rounds or something. <laughs> oh. So, those are just two examples of, like, older classic games that we wanted to try. Mm-hmm. And... And I've been trying to kind of go back and fill in like a back catalog because we right. played mostly games in the last like four years. Mm-hmm. And La Havre is older and Agricola is much older. Agricola, I think, is from like 07, which mm-hmm. in this hobby makes it basically an antique. It's a dinosaur. Um, but I went through the list of things and I wrote down all the games that we got that technically came out this year. Okay. And I'm going to read them to you and I want you to tell me what your favorite one is. Okay. But you have to wait till the end. Because I know what you're going to say, because your favorite one is going to be early in the list. Okay. But, and it, although technically, I think this game came out last year, this, your favorite, but it only came out in English this year. Oh, I know. So the games we got that are 2019 releases 
are Awkward Guest, uh, Escape Plan, haven't played, Foothills, Horrified, Imperial Settlers, Empires of the North, Jaws, Marvel Champions, Point Salad, Taverns of Tiefenthal, Watergate, and Wingspan. Okay. So your Can favorite... Can I look at that? My favorite is Awkward Guest. Obviously Awkward Guest. It's ca- Awkward Guest is like Kathleen's like third favorite game. Yeah, I, it's Clue. It's a 2018 game technically, but it was translated and we got it on its first Kickstarter in English. And we got it in like July or June. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when it was delivered. So, I mean, I think it feels like a 2019 game for the US at least. Oh, geez. These are all really good though. There's, um... Yeah, I mean, I tried to... If I'm going to buy a game that's, like, brand new, I try not to just get any old, brando, brand new game. Interestingly enough, there are two brand new Prospero Hall games on this list. Mm -hmm. Each of them has an appearing in various places on others' top ten lists. I was going to say, like, watch out, they coming for you. Yeah, and for making cheap, mass-market games based on weird IPs, they are good. They're Mm -hmm. good. Like, Jaws and Horrified are both excellent. And... I will say that, like, things like the Horrified and the whatever breakfast cereal game. We've already forgotten. Battle Crunch, whatever (laughs) it's called. I I will say that for me, they just really know how to work an IP. Yeah, they do. Like, it just, it's just so cleverly done, even down to the design. Eric bought that stupid game the same night we got groceries, and I tried to put it away in our pantry like five times. Oh, because it looks because like it a looks like box. a cereal box, and it was like sitting on the table. And I was like, I just put this. Ce- oh, this isn't cereal. Because <laughs> I, I, I stood it up like. Yeah, a- <laughs> I can't mean like. Oh, I just put this away. Oh. And the best example of their theming has to be for me. I mean, Jaws is so impeccable. Well, I game, was actually but... going to say that separately because that is a game that's thematic through and through. But what were you going to say? I was going to say that villainous. For a game yeah. that, like, mechanically, I don't always love it. There are yeah. some problems I have with Villainous. But the theming on it is what makes me want to play it. And how yeah. they, like, I want to buy every expansion and try it just to, to see, see how, how they do it. Yeah, I'm I like, know. I want to see what I this know. character is like. And, like, for me, like, Horrified, I don't even really remember the gameplay very much. It's I don't even remember pandemic-y. it being, like super like inventing the wheel but i just was like oh it's just so much fun to be like yeah Aquaman. in that world don't Aquaman. you have to you also have to run two characters in that and i didn't even care uh ooh, did we yeah i uh. think you do i think i was like aquaman and like oh my god what are you talking about aquaman is like a oh uh, not aquaman gilman gilman <laughs> what is his name gilman, the creature the creature it's the creature from the black of Goom- oh gilman. boy gilman. They, they call him gilman the, yeah that's right you called him aquaman i'm just at a loss no. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's actually more of an apology to Jason Momoa. <laughs> so, ouch. <laughs> I mean, he's not like Aquaman. But if you say no, he this year, Aquaman, Prospero Hall wise, we've played Jaws, Horrified, and the Mystery Breakfast one. Like, yeah. they just have a way of taking an IP. Yeah. And, and making really it making it work. Jaws was fantastic because fantastic. it was like, oh, this is the movie Jaws, like yeah. down to the two acts. Yeah, and if you do badly as like Chief and the guys in the first half <laughs> of the game, see you twice. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you do bad, well, I don't want to think of that movie. If you are Chief <laughs> and you do badly in the first half, then the shark is like uber powerful in the second half. Yeah, and vice versa. If the shark does badly in the first <laughs> You'll half, you'll see him more than twice. <laughs> then. Chief and uh, Hooper and Quint all have, like, more items, so they're going to be stronger. Like, that little thing adds so much to the game. 
and they're not expensive. They're not and they that all hard kind of to learn. Feel like for games you already know, like parts of Jaws. It's like Battleship. Parts of Horrified. Or it's like pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, it's like a pandemic killer for me. I don't really particularly like Pandemic, so I'd always pick Horrified over Pandemic. Yeah, always. Yeah. So that's those three. Awkward guest. We've already talked about at length on the top ten because Kathleen loves it. Thank Escape you. Plan haven't played Foothills. We played twice because we mm, just got it. One and a half. One time we didn't get to score because we didn't even get to finish. Somebody came over. We were almost done, and then somebody came. We we're like, yeah, oh, I it was your it parents up. bringing our child back because they watched him for a yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> which is when we played all these games, obviously. <laughs> but Foothills, I have to say, I was really impressed by that teeny tiny little card game, basically. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I really liked Foothills. I like Foothills a lot. Like. Way more than I thought I would. I was really into it when we were playing it the first time. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. I got this. And then the second time, it was so variable and different that I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm, what so is weird. happening? The first time I, we played it, I was like, this is fine, is what I remember thinking. Like, this is fine, but, you know, I like, like mm. somewhat stressful. But the then second the second time. time, you keep having to seed resources from a bag. And if you pull orange, it's iron ore. And if you pull uh, gray, it's stone. But if you pull white, it's this kind of an event cube that like pushes the game forward, mm-hmm. and we were just pulling them left and right, and it was it was like speeding up the game exponentially. And so this game that we thought was like a, I'm gonna do this at my own pace, and I'm gonna it was like oh no, the game is not gonna let you. It was like bullying us to keep going. I just didn't know what I was doing in the second. In the first, I had like a very clear strategy, and I think I just found it frustrating because I never got to like. Finish that. I never fruition. got. Yeah, because I had a million people. And yeah. I was like, yeah, so many people. And I tried to do it the second time, and I was like, this is exhausting. I can't do this. <laughs> There's too much crap out, too many navvies. It was ba- railroad navvies. It's basically like an action selection card game about building trains. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's fine. But unless you start removing your own actions, you will literally score like almost nothing. Not nothing. You'll pick up a little bit of points here and there through the game, but like, all your main scoring factor cards, you have to like go and remove them from what you can do and make them yeah. scoring things. And that aspect was so cool, especially when the game started getting away from me. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's going to be over before I do what I oh, want, and then yeah. I'll have like three points. Yeah, I don't, I, you didn't find that. I found it stressful. Stressful? <laughs> I was yeah. impressed by that because the first time felt so not that. The first time felt so like. This is boxes 30 minutes, but because we were playing it so cautiously, it could take like two hours because we're uh-huh. like, no, no, I'm not going to build that because it'll bring us closer to the end. I'm yeah. going to just like make my little engine go for points. I but- wasn't even trying to do that. It just there was more real estate in the first time we laid out the cards. Anyway, interesting game. We'll probably talk about it more. I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, I guess my ranking would be awkward guess number one. Taverns of Tiefenthal, number two. Watergate, number three, which surprises even me because I get mad every time we play it, but I still think it's really well done. We did a whole episode, we did an episode on that. about Watergate, yep. We did an episode about Wingspan. We did an episode about Taverns, didn't No, we just talked about Taverns briefly on oh, the uh, that's packs. Right. I think we should do Taverns, but I will say that when we talked about Taverns uh, in the packs episode, which was last time, we had only played it without any of the modules added. Yeah. And... Without the modules, that game is fine. Like, I like it. It's very 
easygoing and like, I'm going to build my deck, I'm going to roll my dice, it'll be fine. But every turn without the modules, it feels very clear what you should do. Mm-hmm. Like, super clear. Like, there's not really a choice. It's like, oh, I have three beer, I have two money, obviously I should do this. Yeah. Which isn't bad. But when you add all the modules in, that game, that like busts that game wide open. Yeah. And it goes from being like a, oh, this is pretty straightforward, to being like, this combos this, which lets me do this, which lets me buy this, which lets me combo this thing again. Oh, that was crazy. Who knew? Just adding schnapps to a bar. Just that and, and a reputation and performers. Yeah, and you bring them all in with the schnapps. And signatures in a book. You know, you serve the schnapps, <laughs> you bring in the ladies. And the fire breather. And the fire breather. Who lets breather. you kill old people in your deck. Which is really weird. Wait, what? Unless you destroy starting cards, remember? Oh, the way that you phrased that, I was like... Well, your starting cards... Was he targeting them? No, your starting cards are all like no, single but old people I, at a table. I understand, but now I'm imagining this like... like burn them. Target, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I think that if I was to rank them... I didn't I would, finish. Oh, uh, you went all the way? Oh, we no. didn't even talk about Marvel. We only, You only played Marvel once. Uh, whatever. I played Marvel Champions like... I don't know, a whole bunch of times. I think it actually kind of plays great solo, so it's the kind of game that while Kathleen's doing something, I will gladly just sit and play. But it also, at the same time, this might sound like a criticism, it feels so much like Lord of the Rings sometimes Mm. that I'm not even really excited about it. Yeah, It's just like a good, dependable thing that I like, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel new because I've played so much Lord of the Rings. So like those damn work shoes you get every year for christmas every <laughs> you year. get the same shoes every year for christmas <laughs> no it's not work. every year it's All like the time. E- it's like every no it's like every other year you get like four you're like i need four pairs of work shoes they and last like, for a really long time <laughs> it's apparently not that long because um, um, yeah. we're getting ready to throw sim away but i think that the expansions for marvel which i i think i've got all of them right now miss marvel captain america and green goblin do a lot to make that game more exciting. Um, but you were like, meh, it's fine. It's fine. Was it because of the similarities? No, it's... I told, I just... I just was sort of like, meh on it. That's fair. I don't know. I can't really explain why. It reminded me of other games we have that I like more. Anyway, I got to three. <laughs> My number four would, on that list would be Wingspan and five would be Jaws. I like Wingspan a lot. Um, we did an episode about that. We did not do an episode about Jaws. We should have done an episode We should play Jaws, Jaws more, I think. We only played Jaws maybe yeah. twice. And we were Jaws for Halloween. We should have done it to be to get all jazzed. My, I think that my favorite game of the year is either Watergate or Taverns of Tiefenthal. Depending on the time you ask me, I would do one or the other. Yeah. They're super different. Um, they feel really different when you play them. Taverns is, can be so much fun. In the moment when you have like that five part combo. Yeah. But it can also be like, oh, my turn was just like a wash. Uh, if I just planned right. badly. Wow. With the with all the or modules beyond, that happens like, way less, I think. Yeah. Or beyond even like playing badly at its heart, it's a dice game. So sometimes especially in the beginning, when you can't mitigate, you just roll crap. Yeah. I mean that's <laughs> just true. The fact that there's drafting helps. Because it's like, if I roll a bunch of crap, the odds are good that you also didn't roll yeah. all crap. But I think Taverns is excellent. Yeah, I, I think really Watergate like is excellent. 
Yeah. Um, beyond that, I'm kind of like, hmm, Foothills was great, I thought. Horrified, really enjoyed. Wingspan was very good. Um, although, since we haven't played Wingspan in a while, and I have felt no compunction to do so again. I liked Wingspan. I would, but I'm, I'm not looking at it on the shelf. I put it, I like faced it out on our shelf so you can see it all the time because it's so pretty. And I still am like, huh. I guess I'll play if you want. <laughs> I really? Like, you see it all the time, and I'm like, meh, it's fine. I liked it better than Everdell. Everdell, between the two, I don't know what I'd pick. The two pretty games that we have that we never play. <laughs> pretty pretty forest creature games. <laughs> I guess between the two, I would... Uh, I think I'd also rather play Wingspan, honestly. I like Wingspan. I do, too, and I like Everdell. But I don't really ever feel the desire to play either of them, which yeah. is which sounds really bad. Um, I mean, I don't think so. No, it's just one of those things where, like, if I'm like, I just don't want to do it, it generally means I don't like it. Um, mm. And that's not true for either of them, but I also don't ever feel like a burning desire to play them either. Yeah, I get that. So, yeah, there you go. Those are all the games that we we got from 2019 and um, got a chance to play. I'm curious where Escape Plan will shake down. We tend to like Vital's games, right? You like Gallerist? Uh, yeah, I, as, in as much as we played it. We did an episode about that, didn't we? Yeah, we only played it like to, like three, three times, times before we played it. <laughs> no, I only played it twice and you let, you'd you played it solo. I ran through it solo to make sure I remembered how to do it. But we had so many brilliant thoughts that well, after that one time. So, I don't know. We'll get to uh, Escape Plan in the, in the coming days-ish. Something like that. <laughs> when Eric can emotionally prepare himself for it. Yeah, when I can get prepared. Yeah. Um, but that was our year, really. I think that we did a better job than last year. Last year, I looked at the list like we we, we were very behind. All the cool games that I played this year that I was like, wow, that was a great game. Oh, that came out in 2018. Oh. Yeah, we missed it. We played it, it in like August. Um, like Endeavor Age of Sales from last year. One that I love from last year that nobody else did was uh, Founders of Gloomhaven. I keep looking right. at that game and being like, I really like that game. I like that game. And too. like nobody else does. Yeah. And that's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Like, you know, whatever makes you happy. You know, you just got to dare to be different. Did you have any thoughts about this? You skipped it probably because I forgot to put it in the... Oh, I didn't even notice it. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we're talking about Imperial Settlers, Empires of the North. Yeah, I thought it was fun. That's a game that's it's... been on a lot of people's lists. Really? Yeah. It's fine. I liked it. Ooh. Oddly enough, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah, it's just like a it's like a game that I would play. I like that the decks are pre-built. It's got, it makes it way easier to just sort of pick it up and go. I'm a land on the line for you. Uh, it's oh, got oh. too many it's got too many words in it for me to ever remember. <laughs> if you're like you want to play a game, I would never be like Imperial Settlers: colon, Empire of the North. Are you talking about the title right now? Yeah, I am. I, I, the pro, I'm serious. Well, just like call some, it Empires of the North. I'll cross this bit out. Well, no, I'm not saying that, pen. I'm not saying that I wouldn't play this game because of the title. I'm saying I'm not going to remember this game because of the title. Maybe, I currently have Wildcatters spaced out just because it was new. Maybe Even I'll if you face that. it out. I'm still out probably with... just going to call it like the one with the anime. Anime like, Vikings? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, oh, you know, the one with like the little kawaii... <laughs> chieftains i i think that i like that game a lot more when i play it yeah as soon as i stop playing it i'm like what game yeah what what do you mean and i I think it's because it's really similar to a lot of other things we have 51st date master set 
and it's really similar to that. I mean, I like it better than Fifty First Date, but it's, I like lots of things better than Fifty First Date. So. We, I mean, it has the action selection like Rondell thing, which I think is cool. Yeah. And there's no drafting, which slows down Fifty First Date like a lot. I think it's also an interesting game because it does give you like pre-made decks that have very different goals, and so it's always fun to kind of experiment. Yeah, yeah, figure out how you feel. Like the last time we played, I did I win or did you win? I think you win by like we won by like two points. Yeah. And she had the simplest faction and I had the hardest and we didn't know that going in. Although we did pretty soon after because yeah. you you said something to the effect of like, "Oh, I think I just picked the hardest faction." And I looked at my cards and I said, "I think mine's the simplest." And was, we looked it up and it was like 100%. See, I think that it's really cool that the decks are pre-made yeah. because you you're kind of handed the synergy like yeah. here's how this deck works now make it work i, I have like no that. idea the first people that i played who i think were supposed to be inuit the, the first deck that i oh, played was the girl with the penguin right That's yeah what the looks like um i i have no idea like what the focus of that one was supposed to be but the simple one was to, you know, make, make more make, people, make a lot of babies, and oh, geez. kill a lot of stuff. I think that. I think it was like the Vikings. I think that the one I did was like the banking one. Yeah. Which was really interesting because yeah. I hadn't done one in that game that was anything you, like what that. What were one. your people? Like the wizards? I don't. I don't think there's any fantasy in this. I think it's all weird cultural appropriations. I'm yeah. Not really sure. Yeah. Like cartoonish cultural appropriation. Uh, speaking of the Japanese expansion and the Roman expansion, is it coming out soon? Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how the Roman expansion fits into empires of the North, all but right. I'm fine with it. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. So yeah, that's, that's 2019. I'm excited to get into some other games. Again, it keeps popping up on everybody's list. Not everybody. A lot of lists is this game called Nemesis, which not only is incredibly expensive, but also, you can't get it anywhere. Cool. It's so that, that probably uh, means that you really want it. It's the alien one. It's the one that's like aliens or alien, alien. I like, forget. But without the IP, or is yeah, it there's actually? no IP oh. now. But it's exactly like alien. But it's gonna be some like Giger knockoff noise. It's apparently awesome. Hmm. But it's like a thousand dollars, and not literally. It's a lot of money, <laughs> and you can't get it anywhere anyway. So all right, right. good but to know. Maybe we'll get that in eventually, like maybe. in like five years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's 2019. Um. I hope that you guys had a great year. In addition to, you know, board game stuff, we also bought a house. It's been a big year for us. Yeah, it was a big year for us. So, What were the games that you wanted that you didn't get? Cuba um, Libre. You could never get that game. Which one? Oh, Cuba Libre. Yeah, I'm never going to get that. I think I've just, I've just chalked up give for a loss. Up. Yep. And you were expecting your mom to get you the legendary James Bond. Because There's something of the IP about... And she did not. I am such, I'm such, like... Uh, I mean, I would play Legendary Bond until... I mean, I, I'm, I'm here for I play that. the Legendary Encounters Alien a decent amount really by yeah. myself. Because I just love the theme. Yeah. And Legendary is so easy to play. After having played Agricola, which we played, like, in, I don't know, in the last two months or something like that. I I was so impressed by Agricola after having disliked Lahav so much. Yeah. And I was like, well, Agricola is, like, crazy on, on sale. I bought it, I think, around Black Friday. And it was like it was like seventy five percent off online, 
So I was like, why not? I'm never going to play this game otherwise. And I thought it was excellent. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm on this Uwe Rosenberg thing where I want to play at the gates of Lo Yang, which I also thought I was somebody would get for, me. Oh, hmm. No. And so I might use a gift card to buy that. Gates. That's another it's it's the it's the end of Maybe the Maybe not. I still need to buy a compost. It's the, it's the it's the end of the Uwe <laughs> Rosenberg heap, farming trilogy. It'd be sad if I bought a compost which heap. Is Agricola, Lahav, and at the gates of Lo Yang. Yeah, all right. I think that Caverna is considered its own thing because it's it's the box weighs as much as my yeah. leg, and you can do anything in it, which I have no interest in playing. Yeah, no. Nope. Right now. No. Nope. Check back with me in, like, a couple months. I mean, yeah, you never know with Eric. So. That's always interesting, because I can never tell. Well, also, I just don't know the names of any games. So I'm always like, oh, yeah, whatever. I guess he wants that one. But I never know which ones you're like, oh, I really want that one. Or that one would be fine. I'm like, you know. Farming. All look, these all look good. Wooden stuff. Go for, go for it. So I guess props to Agricola. For being a, a now thirteen year old game I mean, that really impressed sometimes me. Sometimes you're classic. You're classic. It's for a classic a for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing I wanted to give props to because we just played it one more time was uh, Heaven and Ale, which we hadn't oh, played in like six game. months or more. It's so hard. I forgot how hard that oh. game was. Man, that game was like a beating. But it's great. <laughs> I think I got like the worst score I've ever gotten. Yeah, her this score time. is like eleven or something. Yeah, I was like, yeah. this is I hate this. This I is terrible. I like Twenty four. I was I did. I think at some point I was like, oh wait, there's only one more round. <laughs> and again, we googled it. And people say they get like in the sixties at that. And I I think I, I'm, I'm gonna call BS. I think you're that. lying. Don't lie. <laughs> don't lie to yourself. You don't have to lie online all the time. It's fine. You can get a twenty. It's good. Maybe not, I mean, but that's I, you fine. can get an eleven like me. Maybe I'm lying to myself right now. I think I did great with the twenty-four. I think you. I think you did do. People, I mean, well compared compared to me, you did excellent. So, so yeah. That. No, tell us if there's any games that came out this year that are really worth like, circling back to. Why didn't you do that? There's so many yeah. best of the year lists, and I wasn't going to say that this is anyway comprehensive. We've probably played even of like the quote-unquote great games. We've probably played like three percent of them. <laughs> And that's fine. We're buying all these games, so we obviously have no not many means to buy like millions of them. Right. Yeah. So I'm super happy with the ones that we played. Yeah. I think that we got good stuff. We had a we had a good 2019. Yeah. So here's to 2020. If there's ching, any, ching. ching ching. But if there's any 2019 games that you're like, hey, you guys missed this, definitely check it out. Send yeah. us an email. Player one. Player two podcast. At gmail.com. Gmail.com, that's right. And you can follow what we're up to over on... Instagram. Yeah. At Eric... Dot. The... Dot. Well Read. And it's R-E-A-D, like, as in a book. I like You books. just posted a picture of something. I just posted the pictures of from Trajan, I think. And I posted the pictures from Foothills also. Yes, you did. You did. You did. But I guess that's it. I'm starting to lose my voice because I can't talk very much. Okay. Sorry. So, if, good evening. We're sorry go for gargle. You. Or maybe watch Ocean's 8. Yeah, because we're on an Ocean's 11 kick too. Yeah. So why not? Happy New Year, all. Mm-hmm.